The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatria. We will be breaking down tonight's card for Thursday, December 26th. And I'll be going solo tonight. Uh, I'm recording this the night before on Christmas Day. And uh, I'd just like to tell everybody, Merry Christmas. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm taking one for the team. You know, I got a lot of family members. Uh, I kind of got to see them a little bit earlier. But uh, a lot of our other guys, you know, Coach, uh, Miles, and Andrew, spending some good time with the family. So I'm going to be going solo on this one, breaking down a nice six-game card. Um, and I just want to say, I mean, we had a pretty eventful day today. Uh, pretty, pretty lopsided games in some ways and some other ones that are pretty close so i'm recording this like i said the night before on christmas day it's approximately about 8 p.m uh eastern standard time when i'm recording this so the uh the last set of games had not started yet uh so we'll have a little bit of something to maybe touch on in the end uh, by the time this podcast is done but we're gonna try to get through this pretty quickly like i said six games uh before we jump into anything though uh just want to give a nice big shout out to a few of our presenting sponsors. Uh, I just want to give a nice shout out quickly um, to our, for our new ones. Uh, we got a new, new sponsor uh, back with us, one that I'm very excited about talking about, and that's my bookie. Um, you know, Christmas has come and gone, but the, the Super Bowl is approaching, guys. So we've, we've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get in like the last bets that you could before bowl games. Um, you know, will the Ravens get it done? Will Brady and the Patriots find themselves getting another ring? Um, you know, Pat Mahomes is looking like an excellent contender now with the Chiefs offense. So uh, I, I bet you guys have a good feeling. I know I have a, a good feeling of what I'm thinking about doing. I'm going to be throwing a few bets over. But the place to do it is to head over at mybookie.ag um, and just turn your predictions into reality with some of these bets, guys. My, you know, mybookie is one of the most trusted sites in the industry. And if you're looking for just a sports book to get some bets, whether it's big bets or small bets on some of these bowl games or the Super Bowl, uh, mybookie is the place you want to do. If football's not your thing, they cover the NBA everywhere to the Premier League. So they have the fastest payouts, the best promotions, and a very helpful 24/7 uh, customer service team. And you can even pool your bets together to, for a bigger payout. You know, get a couple of your friends together. Maybe you want to do some big favorites on parlay wagers. Uh, you know, every everything you can imagine. They have the lines. They have everything. They're the most trusted sports book around. So please go check them out. And you guys already know I got to mention um, my my personal favorite Hawaiian Isles Coney Coffee. Uh, I love this guys. They're absolutely phenomenal. I don't know exactly soil. But their coffee is just off the charts. So please check them out. Go to uh, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee.com. Last uh, game. And Luke Kennard has also been ruled out. So there's going to probably be a few uh, few minutes that open up on the wings. And, uh, you know, Blake Griffin, he's probable at this moment. And Christian Wood is still probably looking like he's on the, be- the better chance of sitting. Um, you know, there's original timetable. It was about a week, week and a half. Uh, but, you know, he could easily play. We'll find out. The news will probably break. So keep an eye on the Christian Wood news. That would have a small impact on that front court. Um, if he's playing, he's definitely worth, a, a, you know, a flyer in GPPs at 4,200. But he's not going to be anybody I'm primarily looking at. Uh, the big name we have to take a look at is going to be Andre Drummond. He's 10K in this matchup. 
Uh, yes, Blake Griffin's playing. Generally, when I like to go to Drummond, I want Blake Griffin to be out. So he gets a little bit of the extra rebounds and usage and everything else going his way. But this is just a fantastic matchup where at the end of the day, I'm not going to argue with you if you want to play him at 10K at DK. Uh, he could easily, this is a smash spot. You can easily have one of his 2020 games, especially with Washington's front court being as brittle as it's been. Still missing a ton of bodies up there. So he can easily run away with this and just have a fantastic game. But, you know, you're paying a premium for him and just know that he's going to have a little bit of a tick down in usage with Blake. Griffin. Uh, with that being said, Blake Griffin is probable. Like I said, I'm I'm not going to go there. It's a fantastic matchup. His price is good. I just don't want to target a guy that's been missing multiple games due to injury. It just doesn't seem like a reliable way to do it. Um, but like I said, we also got to take a look at some of these wing guys that are going to see the increase in minutes. And, uh, you know, Svee's been getting a steady run. He's been kind of capitalizing over uh, playing big minutes whenever somebody's injured. This is a fantastic matchup. So I don't mind looking at him for some value at 3,700. Uh, we'll get to some other value later on. And I'm sure as the day goes on, some more will open up. But as an initial run through, he checks a lot of boxes, increased minutes, minutes equal money, great matchup, not a ton of usage, but, you know, two out of the three boxes, I'm, I'm okay with taking a shot at him at that price. And then, you know, Derek Rose, he's priced up at 6400 You know, it's a great matchup. I just don't think I'll get there. I think I'll target some more higher upside guys. Um, but it definitely raises his floor. And then the other value play, um, you know, I would be looking at would be Langston Galloway. I mean, uh, he has a little bit more upside than Sfi, if you ask me. Sfi might probably have the safer floor. We haven't seen a Langston Galloway upside game. Uh, but sometimes, you know, if he ends up hitting, you know, 60% from the field that night, a couple three-pointers, he can rack up a few steals and rebounds. He can easily get you to 25, 30 DK points. Uh, and you're looking at him at only a fraction of the price at uh, about 3,600. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of my view on Detroit. I mostly will be looking at, you know, those two value guards. Um, if Bruce Brown and Kennard are both ruled out. And then I'll, I'll have a couple shares of uh, Andre Drummond. And uh, that's probably about it. Sliding over to the Washington side of the ball. Uh, Bradley Beal will start with. He's priced up. Well, just a share a hair under 10K, 9, uh, 9.9K. Uh, I mean, this guy's just, he's, he's worth it. At the end of the day, he's, he's taking the shot attempts. 38 shot attempts in the last one, 24 and 24 prior to that. It's not really a pace up matchup in any way. It's kind of like a neutral pace. Detroit doesn't, you know, really do anything. But he already burned them, you know, about a week and a half ago for 58 DK points. So I don't mind going to him. He's not going to be a core play of mine. It makes it makes sense if you're trying to get a little bitty game stack. But we have some other games where you know we can easily kind of go a little bit more fair and balanced. Um, if Luca ends up playing, some people might end up going there. Uh, and then same thing with Cap, but. Right now, I think, you know, looking at the last game of the night, I think that's probably where I'll, I'll prefer to spend a lot of my salary on these high-priced guys and take some mid-tier and value going along the way. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm really not going crazy with anybody on here. I mean, there's the, the injuries in the front court obviously open up the minutes that, you know, we got to keep an eye on uh, between, uh, you know, AP. I'm, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Uh, I apologize, but I, I'll butcher it if I do. Uh, he's he's been getting decent minutes, but he hasn't been performing. It's going to be a tough matchup on the interior, so I'm really not going to be looking at him. I'm not going to be looking at Admiral. Um, again, this it, they're just kind of like chopping up these minutes in every every single which way. And Mahini's getting middling, middling minutes, but the upside's not there. He's 4,800 now, so there's a little juice left on the bone as far as getting a 5x from him. You can easily get that, but I'm a GPP type player. I'm looking for you know a little bit more than 5x, especially from a guy that I'm paying 4,800. If I'm paying 10k for a guy and I get 5x and I get 50, I'll be okay with that. I'll, I, I'm generally looking for even more than that. 
But when you're talking about a guy at 4,800, you're, you're looking for a guy that has that upside for 35 to 40 at that price tag. And that's kind of what gets you there in GPP. So all, all in all, I'm really not looking at too much on Washington. Um, I just wouldn't knock you if you wanted to, to play a little bit of Beal. Uh, but it's it's just they're kind of looking like trash. I mean, Troy Brown Jr. has been playing well, but he's getting priced up. So I don't want to pay 6200 for him. So it's, it's probably just going to be a hard pass for me on a lot of the Washington guys other than Beal and like a, a, you know, stack or a tournament or two. Moving on to the next game, uh, Brooklyn is going to be uh, Battle of New York. So the Knicks are traveling to Brooklyn. Um, these teams have faced off uh, already this season, so um, I think we could pretty much expect uh, know what to expect. One uh, couple of key injuries that we do have to keep an eye on. Uh, Marcus Morris, he's been battling several injuries. It was his, you know, his his neck uh, a few games ago, and now he's dealing with an Achilles soreness. So. Um, you know, it remains to be determined if he does play. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm kind of, you know, leaning more towards him sitting out of this game. And, uh, you know, that should open up a ton more minutes. Uh, we, we just saw Mitchell Robinson start in the last game, and he, he played well. He only played 22 minutes, so that's the thing you always have to worry about, and it was because he did get into foul trouble. He had five fouls on him. But uh, going against Brooklyn, we're talking about, uh, you know, a team that's a little less active on the interior. So I fear, I fear a little less. I don't mind paying that 5,900 for him. We know that Brooklyn's also one of the teams that's terrible against centers. We, we'd love to target them. So I'll be looking at some uh, pretty decent Mitchell Robinson at 5,900. If Morris is sitting and he's starting again, kind of one of the news. I mean, he's a solid option if we hear that he's, you know, coming off the bench either way, just because a lot of people will probably pivot from the ownership. Um, and then I think, you know, Julius Randle, for all the same reasons that I just said I like Barrett, um, you can look at Randle. I mean, 6,800, he's been playing well lately. And, uh, you know, flat out, they the, the Knicks just cannot rebound. So I have no problem looking at a guy like Randle. That's, you know, more than a fair price tag at this point. So, um, And then, you know, the only other guy I'd be looking at would be Payton. Uh, you know, he is this team's starting point guard. 5,300 is a pretty fair price for him. If he's getting 30 minutes, I have no problem looking at him. So I'm definitely going to have some interest in this game. It's probably going to be one of the games that you could get a halfway decent little mini stack out of, whether you want to play, you know, three or four guys in total from, you know, between the two sides. Uh, but I'm not really going to be going towards anybody like Kevin Knox or uh, Bobby Portis or any of those guys in the in the mid-four range. I'm going to keep my, uh, my pick and slim between those three guys I just mentioned. Uh, and then sliding over to the other side of the ball, Kyrie Irving still out. Spencer Dinwiddie, though, they've, you know, I think they must be listening to the podcast. They finally heard us. Um, they priced him up. So he's at now 8700 and it puts him into a category where you really have to think about it. So I'm not going to say I'm, I'm ruling him out. I, I'm really going to have to see how my constructions and my builds go. If I end up having the money, I don't mind going there. But it's really going to be hard to start him out at 8700 I mean, he's been playing fantastic. and he's, he's easily performed well enough to pay off that price tag. Um, but, you know, he was just such an easy play when he was in the that, you know, high sevens range locking it in now it's now you really need to have a good scoring night um he's not going to get it done getting 24 points now he needs to really get up there at that 28 or 30 range uh other than that you know it's kind of the toss-up with the centers you know jared allen was looking consistent at one point now it's uh you know two out of the last four games he's played 22 minutes the other two games he's played over 30 so if you were to, if you're able to tell me he's playing over 30 I have no problem going to him paying 6400 but the price tag and just the the you know the fear of him getting his minutes limited keeps him out of cash games for me and just limits him to GPPs and uh you know we should have plenty of uh solid options at center for similar price tags if not just maybe a little bit more where uh he's not going to force my hand to play him so I'm I'm not really looking at it, honestly a whole ton on this side of the ball 
Um, you know, we got some bodies back. Wilson Chandler's back. He's absorbing 20 minutes off the wing, uh, taking a few power forward minutes. We know Karis LeVert's working his way back, so something to keep an eye on. He's not going to be available for this game, but he'll slowly be creeping back. And everybody else is just priced neutrally fair. Uh, Garrett Temple, 58. Harris, 57. Prince, 57. Where It's really a dart throw between those three guys anyway, so if you wanted to take a shot at him in tournaments, go for it. But, you know, just that dart throw capability keeps him out of cash game lineups um, and really keeps me away from him in general. <clears throat> Moving on to the 8 o'clock games, uh, just before we start again, just want to give another quick shout-out to our guys over at mybookie.ag. Uh, use promo code DFS today, and they will match up to 50% of your initial deposit, and you can get up to $1,000 back on that bonus. So you deposit 2000 they will give you a free $1,000 to bet with. So you could just take that $1,000, go big bang boom, all in one bet, you know, just maybe string that along for as long as possible, win some money. But we have a lot of big games coming up, the Super Bowl. We have some bowl games. We have the NBA action going on. So, I mean, if you were listening to us and you signed up, you probably had some good action watching some of these uh, Christmas gay games that we had today. Uh, and maybe you, maybe you took a, a couple of these upsets and now you're counting your dough. Um, it's 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 the leading it's a leading in, in website and uh, in, in your bookie in the industry and honestly please guys check them out use that promo code it'll be well worth it even if you do little bets everybody just feels like they wake up and they have that edge and once they hear maybe it's that spread or whatever it may be there's so many different things you can bet on over there it's not just you know betting one game spreads you could do parlays a bunch of different things go check them out um, and make sure you use that promo code DFS today. Okay, moving on to the 8 o'clock game. Memphis Grizzlies traveling to OKC to take on the Thunder. Um, This one's going to be a little interesting. So I think uh, a lot of people are going to be going to a bulk of about three games. They're going to be a little bit turned away from a couple of the games unless we hear about some injury news. But this one's definitely going to be interesting, um, and I'm definitely going to have a few shares. So these teams have already met up a few times, or I'm I'm sorry, one time this season. Um, And I'll start with the Thunder on this one. Chris Paul, 7,200. It's a fair price tag. I mean, he played 30 minutes in the first one. He's been seeing a little bit more of a consistent role as of late. Uh, playing a little bit bigger minutes, you know, two out of the past four games, he's played at least 36 minutes. So I have no problem going to him. We know John Morant can't play defense whatsoever. So 7,200 is more than a fair price tag. And he feels like a very good cash game play in this matchup. And, uh, you know, I think Steven Adams, he's another guy, you know, these both guys were slow starters. They're rolling now. Steven Adams is coming over from a massive game against the Clippers where, you know, he shot 10 of 15, but a 20 and 17 game with three steals game 51 and a half DK points. We know that, you know, Memphis, uh, is, is a little bit weak in their front court. Yes. Jaron Jackson Jr. Is a great defender, but he's always kind of stretching himself out, uh, finding himself guarding multiple positions and Joe Val isn't that great himself. So. I have no problem looking at Steven Adams at 6,400. Uh, that's kind of going to be the theme of center tonight. You'll see there's a lot of guys around that 6 to 7K range. And uh, I think that's where you can kind of separate yourself. So Adams, he's a fair price tag. There's a little juice left in the bone. And he feels like he's probably a better cash game play uh, than he is GPP. Uh, just because we only see those 50-point, 45-point games come uh, once every so often. But he feels like he's pretty much a stone lock for at least 25 to 33. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of all I'm really looking at on uh, on this side of the ball. Um, you know, Gallinari uh, missed uh, Sunday's game, you know, remains questionable at this point. If he doesn't play, you know, a lot of that usage is going to get shifted over to Schroeder and uh, SGA. 
but they're both priced up. Uh, Schroeder's been absolutely smashing. It's tough to pay that 6600 just because we've known uh, and seen some of these poor games from Schroeder before. And we know that Shy Gildress has been smashing over the past three games as well. So it kind of feels like one of those coin flips. If I had to pick one guy that I liked maybe just a little bit more, it would probably be uh, it probably be Schroeder, just because SGA is going to be seeing coaches uh, boy Dylan Brooks's defense and just having all that bench usage. It's it's so beneficial for a guy like him just to be able to chuck against backups, and especially if when we're talking about the backups and the Grizzlies aren't the best backups in the league. You know they're they're pretty good with Clark in the front court. Uh, but other than that, not very good defensively in their second unit. So uh, that's kind of how I'd rank those guys. I'd say you know, my number one priority would probably be Chris Paul. Then I'd be looking at uh, a little Adams and Schroeder. And then, you know, in uh, in one-offs from Schroeder lineups, maybe look at a little SGA. Uh, but, you know, I definitely want to get a little exposure. I want to sprinkle a couple of these guys in there. Uh, Memphis is not very good, and they've been uh, playing at a pretty decent pace this season. And uh, moving on to the second 8 o'clock game. San Antonio traveling to Dallas to take on the Mavericks. And obviously the big news is whether or not Luca will play. He, you know, he practiced fully uh, on, on, in, in the last practice on uh, Tuesday. So there's a decent chance he could play. And there's a decent chance, you know, they say we're playing the Spurs. He's our star player, our cornerstone franchise player. Uh, maybe not rushing back from an ankle injury. That looked like it was a lot worse than it was. You know, maybe we don't want to make it that make it like that bad. So I wouldn't be shocked to see it. That's obviously probably the most important news on the slate, the monitor. I'm probably not going to play him either way. Just the price tag is up and he's coming off that injury. So I wouldn't be shocked to see them limit his minutes in some way. Uh, so 11A, I'll leave him on the table. But mostly the news is going to determine on whether or not I'm playing Chris Stops. If he's playing, I'm probably not playing Chris Stops. If he doesn't play at 8,300, I have no problem going to Chris Stops uh, in this matchup. And I guess, you know, the same thing could be said to, for a lot of these guys. I mean, Porzingis' usage is massive. He's going to greatly impact them. Uh, so, you know, I, I'd, I think at 6500 I really don't like that price tag on Jalen Brunson. I think I would rather pay up for uh, the guys I mentioned in the previous game for like 100 or $200 more and, you know, get a Schroeder or get an SGA. So I think I'll leave Brunson out of this. And, um, you know, I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is uh, kind of like the dart throw kind of guy. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not touching him. If Doncic plays, if Doncic doesn't play, I really don't mind paying 5600 but I probably wouldn't feel comfortable about doing it in cash games. I'd probably reserve them for tournaments. Uh, that's all I really have for Dallas, so I will slide over to San Antonio. Uh, and, you know, looking at this team, I got to I gotta start with our guy. We've been kind of hyping up DeJounte Murray. Um, I like him. I like him in this matchup. I, I like, you know, decent minute total lately. All we need is that 27 or 28. We love, we'd love getting 30. 30 is the cherry on top. Uh, but if, if just seeing that minute total in this kind of matchup, you know, Dallas is a guard-heavy team. I would not be surprised if we see Murray play 30-plus minutes for that sole reason. So I have no problem looking at him, 5,700. He's got you know that great high tournament upside. Um, you might want to be a little bit more weary on him in cash because we've seen some pop games where all of a sudden he gets 17 minutes. Listen, Coach Pop is still his coach. That can happen at any point in time. And for that reason, um, I'll probably keep him more in my GPP focus. Um uh, you know, I, I I think at the end of the day, Derek White would make more sense as the cash game play. I mean, even in limited minutes, he's getting where he needs to get. He hasn't had a game with less than 20 DK points over his past four with the high of 31. So just talking about that kind of floor and that ceiling at 4,100, you feel good about it in cash. And then you can even look at it at GPP because we know that if Pop does have one of those games and limits Murray to 17 minutes or so, White's going to be the main beneficiary and that would only boost his value. And again, 
Dallas plays guard heavy. So I'm really going to be looking at those two guys. I really like DeMar DeRozan's price tag at 6,500. Um, I could see going there. I mean, the shot attempts have been down for him, though, and it's something worth mentioning. You know, he's not a guy that usually takes 14 shot attempts from the field. So, you know, keep your eye on that. I do like the price tag, but it, it might not be a trend that's going away soon. Um, you know, at the end of the day, he's someone that's trying to get moved. I think he wants to get moved. And if they're moving him, you think that they would let him do a little bit more with this offense. So, you know, for that sole reason, I could see playing them. Uh, but, you know, now that more, the more I say it out loud, I think I might just limit myself to these guards. And, you know, a stab at Patty Mills is never a bad thing. He's, he's pretty much always secure with the minutes. But I think for just the 200 more, I'd rather have White. All right. Moving on to the late games. Uh, starting at 10 o'clock, Minnesota Timberwolves traveling to play the Sacramento Kings. So we'll start with Minnesota. Again, some pretty big injury news. Probably the second largest injury news on the slate to monitor. And it's going to be Carl Anthony Towns. You know, he's missed the past few games. Uh, and, you know, when Cat's missing games and he's questionable, it's serious. At the end of the day, this guy's a gamer. Um, you know, he, he had one of the longest active game streaks um, among active players uh, coming into the year. And then, you know, this year he's kind of been a little hindered, a little battled and bruised. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. If he sits, we should just see Dan get launched right back in a starting lineup. And, uh, you know, I guess I'll start with him. He's been playing great when he gets to the minutes. It's not every game that he gets over 30 minutes, but over the past two, the coaching staff seems to trust him. We know Sacramento plays pretty big between Belicia, Bagley, Holmes, Deadman. Uh, so that should afford him, I would, I would assume, at least in the high 20s and, uh, you know, the upside of 30-35 in this matchup. So I don't have a problem paying 5700 Sacramento has been uh, halfway decent against front courts, so just take that with a grain of salt. But when we talked about some of the other guys that were 6400 a little earlier with, you know, Steven Adams and Jared Allen, I think Dang is the much safer cash game play uh, compared to those two guys. Uh, and then I'm looking at Wiggins. I think I'm, I like Wiggins a lot in this matchup, especially if Cat sits 7,800, more than a fair price tag. 27 and 24 shot attempts over the past two games. And we know, I mentioned it, Sacramento is absolutely terrible when it comes to defending opposing shooting guards. So no problem going to, to those two guys. Um, those would be my primary options, my first guys I'm kind of plugging in. And then I want to mention Shabazz Napier because... Uh, he'll get overlooked, and I think he'll be an absolutely fantastic value play if he plays. He missed the last game with an illness. There's a decent chance that maybe he's healthy enough to play. He's dirt cheap at 3,300, and he played 30 minutes in the last game that he was actually healthy. So I wouldn't be shocked. You know, he was kind of looking like he was claiming a nice starting role or a nice role in this offense. So he would be one of my favorite value plays if he's playing, um, and especially if Carl Anthony Towns is out because that just allows a few more shot attempts to go around to everybody. Moving over to the Kings, uh, we'll start with my favorite play on this team, and it's going to be Darren Fox at this price tag. 7K is just too cheap for him. Uh, we got we saw the minutes that we needed to. He played 35 minutes in the last game. Uh, he's going to be one of my favorite point guard options just because of that price tag on the slate. And knowing that they're kind of limiting Teague a little bit, and, and if Napier does play and they play Napier, uh, Napier's a much worse defender than Teague, and same thing with Culver. So limiting Teague would only benefit us playing Darren Fox. Um, Buddy Heald, I think he's at a fair price tag, 63. You know, I haven't really been targeting since everybody got healthy and everyone's back, so I'll probably just continue uh, fading him. And then looking at Rashawn Holmes and Bagley, uh, it's a toss-up. looks like they're going to give these guys both minutes running alongside of each other. And at the end of the day, that's just going to impact them slightly. You know, it's going to impact each other's rebounding upside a little bit. Uh, but if I had to pick one of the guys, I would I would probably lean point per dollar. Uh, 
Bagley and just hope uh, that we get to see the increased minutes and he finally plays 30 minutes. I mean, at the end of the day, the front office has to squeeze them and tell Walton that he needs to play this guy over 30 minutes. He's one of the franchise pieces. Um, as well as Holmes is playing, I wouldn't knock if you wanted to play him. He's a, he's a fantastic player in this spot as well. But those are the three guys I'm really looking at. It's going to be Fox, Holmes, Bagley, um, and I'm kind of all set with everything else. Uh, you know, I never I never really play Barnes. Bleacher has kind of seen that you know steady cash game uh, upside, but not enough in tournaments over the past recent games that has me really interested. All right, last and final game it is a 10:30 late game hammer. Portland Trailblazers going against the Utah Jazz. Uh, just before we jump in there, I just want to ask you guys if you give a chance, please give us a nice rate and review. We would greatly appreciate it. You know, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean. We are all over the place. A thumbs up, uh, some sort of review would just help us with whether it's, you know, complimentary or if it's simple constructive criticism. Uh, we love it and we'll take it. And we'll just make this thing a little bit better. For absolutely everybody and if you could subscribe to that would be fantastic you can find all of our hosts on twitter we're always out there answering as many questions as we absolutely could kind of tweeting out or retweeting any information we see throughout the day uh you can find me at micah patria that's m-i-k-e-a-p-o-t-r-i-a you can find coach at joe sarvati j-o-e-s-a-r-v-a-d-i you can find andrew hansen at language olympic l-a-n-g-u-a-g-e O-L-Y-M-P-I-C. And then you can find Miles Hartley at Miles6565. That's M-Y-L-E-S-6565. That's the team. Please give them a follow. Um, and then, of course, uh, definitely check out my bookie again. I'm going to keep mentioning it because now is the best time to jump into this. We're halfway through the season. We kind of see how uh, some normality with teams. We kind of see how some things are changing once guys are coming back from injury. And those are the type of edges, edges we can take advantage of when we're making these bets. So Super Bowl is coming. Great time. Everybody knows we are betting the Super Bowl, whether you're betting thousands, tens of dollars, whatever it may be. Go to my bookie and check them out. Uh, they are the leader in the industry. They have the fastest payouts, the best promotions. And if you ever need any help or have any questions, they have a 24-7 service team, which will get to you immediately. So please check them out. It's mybookie.ag and go make your predictions a reality. So uh, this is the last and final game, like I said. Blazers versus Jazz. So I talked about kind of spending up on a little bit more money in here, and it seems a little bit crazy because the Jazz are playing a team. We don't want to target a team when the Jazz are playing them. It's you know tough defense, everything else. Uh, yes, all of that is true, but I think that's kind of where I'm going to get a little bit of an edge. I know a lot of people are going to look and just see um, the easy money to spend, whether you want to go to the, the Drummond and Beal stack, which I will not knock you for, or if you want to spend up uh, on some of those guys over there, maybe in San Antonio Whatever it may be, there's going to be money left on the table. I'm kind of going to opt and go with some guys in this game. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to be looking at Lillard. Uh, he's 8,500. It's a fair price tag. I don't mind spending it up on that. I think that the, you know, anytime he's in one of these late game hammers, I like to target Lillard. I know that he gets up for these later games. He's a West Coast guy, um, and I know that he's been taking just solid shot attempts over the past 
four to five games. We're talking at least 20 shot attempts over the past five games. He just hasn't been knocking them down at his regular clip. So once these shots start to fall, uh, we will see him do just fine. So I have no problem going there. I'll probably um, avoid white side a little bit. I'm not going to knock if you want to play. I mean, at the end of the day, he, his minutes will be secured going against Rudy Gobert. He's kind of seen a little bit of a price down at 7,700 due to the matchup. And as good as Rudy Gobert's been, we've seen a few centers, um, usually the ones of bigger size like white side, you know, be able to hold their own, not necessarily have those breakout games, but they can just do just fine. Um, not really going to be going towards uh, Carmelo Anthony. He's been playing fantastic. The shot attempts are there. Um, he's, you know, cheap. If, if he's going to keep playing, the, you know, 17, 16, 17 shot attempts, 16 the game prior to that, and he's performing well. He's hitting them. He's rebounding. So I, I, I'm not going to knock you if you want to pay the 5800 I'm expecting to be extremely uh, popular just because of the price and how well he's been playing, especially if people are box score watching. So I don't knock you for it. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you're playing one of McCollum or Lillard, you're probably not playing Anthony and vice versa. So maybe it makes a lot more sense if you want to go get Beal and then you want to you know, pair him with uh, Drummond and then you want to get your exposure in this game with Anthony. That sounds like a pretty decent you know, start basis and stack if you want to look that way. And I'd have no problem. I'll probably actually run out a few lineups now that I'm saying it, starting that out and then just plugging it in with some of the other guys I talked about earlier. Um, McCollum, fair price tag, 6,600. You know, at the end of the day, it's always, it's always a crapshoot when you're talking about, uh, McCollum and Lillard, but I think I would actually rather pay down for McCollum at 66 as opposed to Lillard. So, uh, you know, as you can just hear, hear me say, um, uh, breaking it down in my head a little bit earlier now, it's looking like my, my three favorite plays would probably be CJ number one, uh, Anthony number two, and then Lillard number three. So I, you know, I came into this game with the mentality. I, you know, I broke this all down. I had my notes. I was looking at, you know, past performances, paces, spreads, everything else that I take into account. And I really did like Lillard, but I'm looking at these prices and this is the way that this build and construction could work out. And it makes sense to, for me to go down a little bit more in this spot and spend up in maybe one of those other games. Sliding over to the other side of the ball, um, I'm definitely going to be looking to get some exposure in this game. Rudy Gobert has been crushing at 8,900. Don't mind going there. I'm probably going to be looking at a guy like Mitchell over him, though. Um, I already talked about kind of guys in that 6 to 7K range where I'll be wanting to spend some of my money on the center spot. And then I also talked about wanting to spend some of my money uh, in this game a little bit higher. And Mitchell, is, he's been playing well. He's been rock solid. We know that Portland's not that great at defending opposing wings. They're kind of middle of the road. And I just like the spot. And when we're looking at the split, the slate, he's got you know fair upside for that price. We were talking about some of the other guys around that 8K range. Yes, they can do well, but this is a spot that I want to target Mitchell. I just think I'll have the extra money. I know I'm going to be playing a lot of those 5K guys, and it just makes sense when you go mid-tier because I know I'm not spending up on Luka. So there's there's no stars and scrub slate. This is you know make sure you're getting your value. You don't need to plug in those three K guys unless it makes sense. I mentioned Napier, um, and then what kind of scenario that you can get him in there? Like I said, if we hear he's starting again, you're plugging him in there. Don't get me wrong, but we don't need to dumpster dive in any way, shape, or form. And going with those guys between that four and eight K range and just stacking up between those guys and getting forty and fifty points between your lineup will be easily a way that you can get and win this contest. So. Um, I'll be looking at him, uh, and then I'm going to be looking at Royce O'Neal. So my main plays, like I said, Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, I have no problem going either one of those guys. O'Neal's just a minutes kind of guy. You know, you never get any huge upside. But 4,300 for a guy that's gotten at least 24 DK points in three out of the past four games, uh, it checks a couple boxes for me. All right, guys, and that is it. 
So I tried to, uh, you know, burn through this one relatively quickly, and it looks like I got it done in just under a half an hour. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Um, you know, you can check us out tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow it will be Thursday night recording, so it will be me and Andrew, uh, I believe, will be back. So we'll be breaking down that nice card for you, and I'm looking forward to it. So, again, happy holidays, guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening, uh, hearing me ramble all by my lonesome. Uh, and you can catch us again tomorrow. I was your host, Michael Patria. Have a good night, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.